Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig, along with Jeff once again, and now we are already into week 11. As crazy as that may sound, three more weeks. I don't know. If you're feeling good about your teams or not, I'm. Eh. It's coming down it's, to the home stretch. <laughs> I'm a little nervous in some of mine. It's I feel like this is about the time where everyone you start seeing people getting or players getting a little fatigued and injuries occur, and you're really some of the people you thought were going to pan out are yep. just off the off the grid and right you now. Get some random guys just coming out of nowhere yeah, now, and, and, and this is <laughs> perfect time to talk about it too. Obviously, the waiver podcast for yep. us. Um, <laughs> it is you're you're looking for a diamond in the rough, and this is where you're going. Waivers is really really tough this late yep. in the year. They're usually picked clean. Um, yep. There's a few guys, unbelievably, yeah, that are on this waiver wire. Then you what three weeks left? There's yep. no reason to have any cash at the end of you know next week. Well, as just keep a, a few bucks for a kicker or a defense, maybe. I mean, and yeah, right now last year at this point, people still hadn't even picked up Tim Hightower, and he went on to win people leagues. Exactly. There's one of these guys I think out there could easily do that. We've been saying the last few weeks that these waiver wires have been terrible, but in reality, there's actually been quite a few guys that have come off the wire the last couple weeks that have helped you win games, which is surprising. You just don't know where it's coming exactly. from. Exactly. And if you're a if you're a playoff team right now. Some people already know that they're kind of locked in, and then yep. everyone else, there's that huge middle portion where you're either trying to make up a game or you're a game ahead and you're yep. not really sure. So you're still in the mindset that making a weak decision yep. for one wide receiver can make you know all the difference between making the playoffs and not making the playoffs. So that's that's kind of where we're at. Which uh, which guys should we dump a ton of money into yep. that can help us the next you know, five weeks into the playoffs, yep. or, you know, how much money can we spend on uh, a wide receiver that's going to get us eight points that might make the difference. And there's actually there's a few starting running backs out there on the waiver that, wire, which we'll get into yeah. in a little bit, but that's, that's very surprising this time of year. Yeah, and that's, that's great to see. I mean, not for some people, because <laughs> that means someone went down. But, but uh, before we get into the waivers, how about we do a little Week 10 recap? Now I'm going to start us off talking about that powerhouse offensive Tennessee Titans team we got going here. Man, Marcus Mariota, we talked about him a lot last week. Yeah. We looked at his schedule coming up, and we I mean, thought he could keep going on. We both ranked him in the top 10, and he goes 19 for 25 for 295 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, I, the guy, the <laughs> Number one I, quarterback. Yeah, the thing I find crazy about him and why, obviously he made my top 10. I've been a huge uh, advocate of his. But he is getting a lot of throwing touchdowns with yeah. not a whole lot of attempts. Twenty-five attempts yeah. and four touchdowns. That's out of well, and he's been doing it kind of consistently had, the past six weeks. Yeah, and he had thirty-six point six standard points this week. Only eight yards rushing. Like Marcus Mariota, you expect him yeah. to get points based off getting those rushing yards. Exactly. He only had eight yards rushing. It's all he's doing it off the pass. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. You, you I keep thinking that he is going to fall off at some point, and I keep ranking my top ten yeah. because I. Every matchup is good, and every time he comes out and performs. So That's, until he doesn't, <laughs> four of the last six weeks now are above thirty points. I Man. mean, it's you have, he's a top ten guaranteed starting quarterback every week now. There's you can't deny it anymore. And he has Indianapolis next week and Chicago the week after. It's just yeah. going to continue. And 
going to the uh, the other guy on that team in the waivers, Richard Matthews, yeah. is catching touchdowns <laughs> like clockwork. I, I can't believe it when I look at his stat sheet. And I believe it, I mean, man, I would have to look it up. What is it, like five of the last six yeah, games or something like that? It's not like he had a massive game. He only had three catches, but he had 63 yards and got another yeah. touchdown. He's getting into. He's getting open in the end zone. He's had, well, the last three games he has four touchdowns. He's scored touchdowns in five of the last six. I mean, that's that's a pretty good trend, I would say, right yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> and you know you're banking on the touchdown, but at the same time, when we talk about one guy that can fill in, this yeah. guy is, you know... He's owned below in less than 50% oh, yeah. of leagues, like we usually, we always rank. And this guy is putting up, you know, 10 points for you. Yep. Well, and then <laughs> another Tennessee Titan player, DeMarco Murray. Just another just great game. 28 yeah. points. He started off the game with a 75-yard touchdown right off the bat. You knew it was going to be a good game. Had 123 yards rushing in that touchdown. Then he decided to go and throw for a touchdown to Delaney Walker. That's a monster. And speaking of monsters... <laughs> Easy. Oh, jeez. I mean, is anyone going to slow this kid down? Man. I don't think so. And he is worth every penny that <laughs> you guys spent on him in the draft. 38.9 points this week for <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott. Unbelievable. 114 rushing, 95 receiving. That, I mean, it's just ridiculous no. what he's doing. It is. It's crazy. And you hope that you have someone like that, like just a stud player that you can plug in that's going to get you the points. and. He's turning into that guy. I mean, there's very few. I mean, David Johnson is the other one. And then after him, Bell is starting to look better. He had a good game finally. Um, Melvin Gordon is in, incredibly solid. So, but you you kind of, they really start thinning out and has a, the cream rises to the top. <laughs> but by this, by week 10, we're really seeing, um, well, week 11 now, but, you know, through week 10, we're seeing who is going to be, has the staying power and who has kind of fallen off. Yeah, and Zeke, man, that is – he's my he, – I think he's my number one running back now from now on. I I, I have him – I really – the, the say, offensive line, the amount of carries he's getting, just everything about it, I just – he's I my – I, 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 I mean, I'm not – I can't my, argue – He's my favorite running back Yeah, right I now. can't argue with that. I think – I mean, after that huge performance, but I think David Johnson would still edge him out for me. I think I would, I would rather have David Johnson yeah. just because I think he – I mean, really, you just—I don't know—I could throw up some random stats, but they're both amazing players. Yeah, even in a even I, in a down week, yardage wide for yardage for David Johnson, he had twenty two point one standard points again. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how crazy is that? He just—he keeps going too. I mean, any concern that the fact that he only had fifty five yards rushing this week and twenty four his last game? Any concern there? No, no, no. I didn't <laughs> think so. No, who cares? I don't care what his rushing yardage total is because he's going to get. Receiving yards, he's going to get the touchdowns. It's just going to keep happening for him. That's 20 and, points again. Yep. And uh, it's nice to see Roethlisberger come back and look like himself again. Yep. Antonio Brown, solidly another uh, top five wide receiver now that he's back. Oh, yeah. And yeah, as soon as I knew Ben would be back this week and would look his, like his old self again, it wasn't going to take too long. And obviously Antonio Brown's going to be the benefit of that and Really, I don't know who else. You don't really know the other this other Pittsburgh no. receivers. I mean, you can't trust. It's Eli Rogers right now. Sammy Coates yeah. is kind of just done. I think I think that's mostly his hand. I think he, he cut his thumb and he just hasn't, you know, he hasn't missed a game yet. Yep. But 
pretty much he's missing. Now, Ladarius Green finally got some action this week. He had three catches, and that's something to watch out for. Yeah, he's one of those guys that we were high on getting if you had a spot open. Um, I mean, he already scored three points for you if you, for some reason, had a plan. (laughs) But, yeah, the way they're throwing the ball, Roethlisberger's back, such a high-potency offense, I would take my chances with him. So. So. What the heck happened with Ryan Matthews this week? What? Where, where did this what come happen, from? What happens to the... I have no idea what's going on with the Eagles. It's so tough. Like it, You try to read the tea leaves <laughs> by listening to coaches, yeah, and then yeah. they're like... They kind of led us to believe that Sproles was going to be the guy, and then Ryan Matthews goes off. Well, I mean, it wasn't even just that. He <laughs> The last two weeks, Ryan Matthews has only had nine carries. Yeah, I, I don't but know. He was, getting those two, he was getting those touchdowns, and this week, 19 for 109 and two touchdowns. I, I don't feel comfortable with it. He plays Seattle next week, so I don't I don't feel comfortable with him. But it's just I would man, I, I couldn't make a decision on that. I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not starting Sproles now. No. After this, but yeah, there's a I glimmer. Of still hope don't for know what to do with Ryan Matthews. No, and I'm then, still not a huge a fan because you don't know what's going to happen. He's been putting up decent points. Well, um, then, I guess against Seattle is my big my big yeah. concern. Uh, if it was against a lesser defense, I would keep rolling with him. But if you have another option, I would take it. Yeah, and then Philly beats beats Atlanta today. Atlanta just kind of yeah didn't really do much. Yeah, there just wasn't much there. No, I mean, I mean Julio, Julio still got his. I was but gonna say Julio still did very very well. That's about it. I mean Matt Ryan is that more Matt Ryan falling back to earth there to the old Matt Ryan or it very well could be. <laughs> I mean, it's a tough one. I don't know yeah, what don't, to expect there. Do you think that's going to be a, a one game kind of deal, I, or do you think he's you been think too he's good? I, I think he's been he's been good enough this year to make me think that's not going to happen. But it's also hard to say because you know we have such a history. Matt Ryan, you know what he has always done, and it's not always been the greatest. <laughs> so it very well could be something where he's going to be down to the fifteen twenty point range, which is fine, but. You need a 30-point player to get you to the championship, yeah. I think. That's kind of why you want that Aaron Rodgers type yeah, and Drew those. Brees, Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady didn't do it this week, but... Yeah, the first, and that's another good point. Tom Brady finally held in check after just going on a, a rampage. With Seattle, good defense. Um, I, I was a little bit surprised by it. The fact that he didn't even get one touchdown, I believe. Um yeah. Well, they just they I think just he wanted scored, what twelve points. Yeah, they just gave the, all the touchdowns to Garrett Blunt this week. Yeah, and it, well, I guess I don't know what that will do next week if they're going to overcorrect and maybe run the ball a little less. But he, I thought he would fall off a little bit. Blunt with Tom Brady coming back. <laughs> no, it has gotten better. It's, it, it's incredible, and uh, you know Blunt's got a. He really is a top ten back now, and I never thought I would say that. No, and people wondering if. You know, Deion Lewis coming back is going to cut into it. It's not going to no. cut into it. I don't. I'm not expecting much from Deion Lewis right now. No, I, I'm not either. It's too late in the season, too. Yeah, it's just it's gone way too long. Legarrette Blunt keeps doing. He, I mean, his yards per carry wasn't great, but who, who, they don't care. No one cares about that right now. If he's going to get those touchdowns, you know, he, he scored a touchdown now in the last five games. He's scored a touchdown in nine or he's played nine games this year. He scored a touchdown in eight of those games. That's <laughs> yeah, that's bonkers. The, the other thing I do want to talk about is uh, we touched on it, and we've talked about the Saints a lot, mm-hmm. more than it they is, probably deserve. Yeah. But it's, it's really interesting because yep. the guy you can count on is Breeze. He is going oh, yeah. to put up numbers, uh, doesn't matter who. He's going to be a top five quarterback all the time, every week, 
Um, but his wide receivers are the really funny ones. Michael Thomas, yeah. an incredible talent, and you just <laughs> oh you know, man, I still think Michael you, Thomas no, is there. And but it is. I, I'm not even. I'm not two even going to bag on you. Yeah, two for the hype, but two fumbles off of four catches. Yep. And then Snead goes off. Snead gets the two touchdowns this for week. a good amount, and then Cooks what a hundred yards with a touchdown or close to. Yeah, Cooks is just he's still. He's solid yeah, every he's solid. week. He's, he the number a, one, he's the number one wide receiver. He's going to get a well, lot of Because Cooks, is, he's that big play guy. Where In a week where he only got five targets, he only caught three passes, still 98 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what Brandon Cooks is. And that's one of the reasons I'm always, I think, so down on Brandon Cooks. It's that hit or miss potential with him. It's like, a, it's like Deshaun Jackson was back in the day. That kind yeah. of player, which I've always shied away from. And I, that's, there's players like that all over the place. Cooks is like that. Yeah. Deshaun Jackson was. This year it was Will Fuller too, before you know at the beginning of the year oh. that type of player I like to shy away from and I, I get worried about it. But Brandon Cooks has now had touchdowns in four of the yeah. last five games, so it's well, it's an interesting one because it's a good offense, but they have so many weapons on it. And Sean Payton loves to play with every single toy he has. Yep. So if you know Breeze is the guaranteed, but everyone else is kind of a risky high ceiling person. You just oh, yeah. don't know who's going to get the touchdowns. And um, I mean, even with the backfield now, with Hightower and Ingram and and <laughs> Fleener had one moment where you thought he was <laughs> going to be really good, and then you know there's just too many miles to feed in that offense, if you will. Yep. Um, Another, I want to talk about is Seattle. I want to talk about just the Seattle offense, and this is they're doing it again this year, the second half of the season, where all of a sudden. They're coming on. I think Russell Wilson's healthy. Yeah, who's getting a little excited about Seattle it, finally coming it, around? I think Russell Wilson's healthy. I think that's what it is. And it's Russell Wilson to Doug Baldwin again. It's the same thing all over again. Three touchdowns yep. against and, you know, and, the, and the week before, Jimmy Graham got in the mix. Yep. And you don't know if it's this is what is um, hurting the run game or if it's the opposite. If the run game has been so bad, they're they're forcing it a bit well, more I think it's there. safe to say that Kristen Michael is – you're not starting Kristen Michael anymore. He's done. Like it happened yeah, so quickly. This will get into our waivers, but CJ Procise. Yeah, I did not think he was going to get on the field in this type of yep role. Well, he had this year. And he had 15.3 points. CJ Procise did. He had 66 rushing, 87 receiving, and he should have had more. They he got down at the one, and they didn't like they reviewed it. They didn't give him the touchdown. If you look at the replay, he was in the end. He, to me, he was in the end. So I think they blew the whistle too early, which would have put him over 21 points. That's what, I mean, and he's clearly the guy now. 17 carries. There's he's overtaken Kristen Michael. But the only worry there is what happens when Thomas Rawls comes back say, probably next week. What do you think of Rawls? I mean, we got a um, you know a pretty good idea of what his ceiling is or what he's a. <sighs> able to do last year because he ran the ball really, really effectively and well. I, I honestly don't know what to think about Thomas Rawls. It, I, I think maybe, This looks to me like they like C.J. Procise because he can do all kinds of things. He can run it and he can catch the ball so well. Yeah, the 87 yards through the air is what really makes me think they might they will continue to use him. Yep. Rawls, I, I think, will cut into, especially around the goal line. I don't think Procise... I could be wrong because who knows? We haven't seen enough of the uh, the kid yet. But Rawls is a real aggressive runner yep. and pounded out back, and he did that really well. And he kind of was uh, what they wanted from moving away from moving away from um, uh, uh, Lynch. <laughs> I couldn't even remember he retired for yeah. one year, and I lose uh, it. 
Like, yeah, moving away from him, who was a brutal downhill well, I'm runner. thinking it's looking better and better for Thomas Rawls' chances to actually come back and get some workload. I, was, I, I didn't think he had much of a shot when Kristen Michael was getting all the carries, but it's clear to me they don't, they're not a big fan of Kristen Michael. I mean, they've gone away from him how many times in the past? This isn't something – it's just he's not doing it. and yeah, They're not sold. Something not sold. Some, they, they, know, they know him better than anything. They've had him on their team for years, and it's yeah. just it's something about him they don't like. And Thomas Rawls has a good chance to come back and actually do some damage. Maybe C.J. Procise will go more back, go to like a third down back roll, a receiving back roll. I could definitely see that happening. But I, at this point, who knows what to expect? It's going to be hard to wait and see, I guess. Um, if Thomas yeah. Rawls is active, say, if you if you had to kind of back one one guy, or 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 would you just stay away from the whole situation? What, are you thinking Procise is the way to go? I, if okay, if we're talking next week, I'm playing Procise. And I think Procise is going to be safe play. I can see Procise being like a Geo Bernard type, a James White type. That kind of more even to me. When, it's, even to when me, it's, it, comes back. it could be very similar. I feel like to a Jeremy Hill Geo Bernard. Gotcha. I I think that's what it is. I think that's what it could be. Rawls and Procise could be a Jeremy Hill Geo Bernard where you can play both of them, and they will both get plenty of uh, opportunities. That's kind of what I see this being. And Rawls will probably get the goal line work in. So he get points that way. Procise might play a little more. It's going to be something like that. That's kind of my feeling. But next week, I would definitely, I think I would probably still play Procise. I think he would be in my lineup. Oh, nice. At a flex, probably. But I, think I was going to say, well, how how high up should you should you get really excited about the guy? I I, I wouldn't I get. I, I really love the the fact that they can pass. They're going to want to get Russell Wilson going. So if they do have someone that can catch it out of the backfield to kind of take that burden away. I, I could see them using him, and they did. 87 yeah. yards, the first real game he played. You know, i got to see it another week, but <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it, I think it's something, there's something there. We've heard, about, we've heard about his name since the, since the preseason. It's just waiting and waiting and waiting, and they yeah. finally – he was a third-round pick. It wasn't like he's some sixth, seventh-round pick. He was a third-rounder. Yeah, they and, were high on him. Very, very, and yeah. I, was, I was surprised when you kind of looked at him and nothing really jumped out at me why he was so highly touted by yeah. Seattle. But which brings us right into the waivers where ProSize is owned by less than 50% yep. of leagues. Go get him for sure if he's out there. That's going to be the yep. case. Yep. He's going he's gonna to definitely uh, demand a, a large chunk of whatever you know yep. draft or cash you have left. Or. Well, then going away from Seattle, a couple other players to talk about quick. Allen Robinson, he's, maybe he's back. Is he finally, finally back? I don't, I, I don't think his talent ever left. I think... There's, God, they're such a bad team. And that's three straight weeks now where he's had over 70 yards. Last week he had 76 and a touchdown. Today, you know, 107 and a touchdown. He's, I think he's there. He's, you can, you're, you're comfortable with that. Yeah. Now I'm playing him and without a, without a doubt, um, in the in the coming weeks. I think he's that talented. I think they're finally gotten to the point where. They're not really trying to win games. They're trying to stay in them. They're chucking the ball. They're, you know, they don't know what to hey, do. Hey, they got portals. Detroit next week. So yeah, and, and that's a great matchup because you know Detroit loves to give up, you know, the the deep ball. So, yep. Well, then a couple other guys I'm going to talk about more wide receivers, but these are all disappointments right now. Alshon Jeffrey four catches for 47 yards. Dude, it pains me. What I don't know how they can get this guy going. It's just Jay Cutler went back to being. Jay Cutler this week. It was very, very disappointing. DeAndre Hopkins, 
five catches for 48 yards. It is not happening. I was going to say, even more disappointing. It's not happening at all. And it, we keep waiting and waiting and waiting. I think yeah, after well, le- or <laughs> after 10 weeks. What we're waiting weeks, for is a new quarterback. After, after, so. after 10 weeks, I think it's pretty safe to say that, you know, it's not, you're not, okay, what are you going to do? You're stuck with him at this point. You're not dropping him. You're, Chances you're are your trade him. deadline might be passed. Yeah. If, if, if it hasn't, you're not getting anything for him. It, I, at this point, I'm. I will. I'm benching him if I have anyone that I, that I have an inkling that will score a little bit of points. Well, for me. And the crazy thing is, he had 13 targets, but only five catches. Like that's there's something that means it's very clear. There's a problem there. Yeah, and his name is Osweiler. Yes, I I agree. Yeah. And then and you've been you've been saying this for a couple of weeks now. I mean, we joke about how you know these teams, Bortles, Osweiler, yeah. those types of players are just bad quarterbacks. They really are. And these types of players that are linked to them. Suffer. Another wide receiver that's suffering from bad quarterback plays, Brandon Marshall. Four catches for 15 yards. That, yeah. Another This was team. with Bryce Petty playing. Oh, my God. Bryce Petty. Oh, man. <laughs> and Brandon Marshall, that's just, it's, he started the year all right, and it's just gotten progressively worse. And now it just, if you have him on your team and you spent like a second round pick or you spent, you know, a good amount of money in an auction draft down him, you are really disappointed if you haven't traded him away. And no. again, another situation where you, your trade deadline might be this week or might be passed, but you're not getting anything for him anymore. I do have to say this, though. Out of those three wide receivers we talked about, I, I truly think Brandon Marshall is a, I think he's a, just lost for the season, really. And I think DeAndre Hopkins is pretty much in the same boat. I think he has more upside. He will have a game where he probably scored a touchdown, but you're gambling. You don't yep. know which one it's going to be. I think Elshon Jeffrey still has the ability to put up good points, and I think he still is wide receiver three, even after his poor performances with Cutler. Um, yeah, so I, I'm st- I still have some hope for him at least, but those three, man, yeah, they, Elshon, they, they're I'd... really going to cause some tears. Oh, it's just very disappointing. It all around those three players are. If you if you spent you know good amount to get one of those, you're probably not in a great situation right now. Well, hopefully you've got some other good players around them. It's not not looking too well. Um, anybody else to talk about from the week? No, let's, let's get right into the... We'll jump over to the yeah, waivers, right? right? into the waivers. All right, we'll start out. CJ Procise, we talked about him already. Yep, he's going to probably... Hit, there's a couple options, but he's probably the, the first or second option right now on the waiver wire to get. The other one would be Rob Kelly, who is clearly the starting running back for the Washington Redskins now. Matt Jones was a healthy scratch. so Which doesn't bode well for his it's, career. It's, it happened, that fumble, when he was fumbling the ball, he fumbled the ball into the end zone against Detroit. It's over. It has been over ever since then for him. Rob Kelly, he had 97 yards rushing off 22 carries. Nothing spectacular, but that's you know, no, pretty solid pretty, production. Just solid game. And he had 21 carries last game, 22 this game. He's getting the workload. I mean, yeah, I, I like it. He's at this point. If you need a running back, spend spend it pretty much whatever you got to get one of these players if you want them. Yeah, and I like I like Kelly a little bit more than I mean. Procise has yeah. more upside, I think, yep. but Kelly is the only back right now because they yep. hate Matt Jones yeah. so much. In that situation, I think Procise Andrew, is probably the more talented player, but Kelly is obviously the guy. He doesn't have a you know like. Process says Rawls coming back, and he still has Chris and Michael there. Exactly, a lot, a lot of question marks still. But um, yep. Kelly doesn't have anything there because Matt Jones. They Washington does not like Matt Jones. 
I don't no. see, think we're going to have anything more from Matt Jones yeah, this and year. Robert Kelly is not, you know, Procise is going to be kind of like, you know, you're going to yep. see a lot of headlines about him. You're not going to see a lot of headlines about Robert Kelly. <laughs> no. So you're going to be able to get him, and trust me, you're going to want him but he's on gonna, your bench. He'll be a solid eight-point floor, I think, for him. The way yeah. the money, money carries he's getting, it's just the way it's going to be. Especially with the way running backs have been going. Um, I, there's a lot of teams I guarantee that he can be your running back, too, and yep. you will be happy about it. Yep. Uh, definitely. I mean, another running back here that is a starting running back that we have out there is James Starks. He is clearly now the starting running back for the Packers, and he will be f- going forward. Ty Montgomery got some work in the backfield again, but not much. And he really didn't – Ty Montgomery didn't get much work as a receiver either. No. James Starks is going to get all the work. This week he only had seven carries, but that's because Green Bay went was down big early and just had to throw the ball all game. He still got ten points out of it. Yeah, he still he still had good production out of the carries he got. But yeah, and he's a, he's a starting running back. You can get another starting. There's like at least there's two sure things starting running backs in the waiver right, wire right now, and another one that's you know potentially could be a starting running back. So for this time of year to have three potential starting running backs out there is that's a not a normal thing to have. So go. I'd put it in order of Kelly, Procise, and then Starks in that order. But I'd put a claim in for all three of them, if you, especially if you need a running back right now. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with you. I think that would be my kind of order, too. My only caveat being, depending on what you need them for, I think yep. Starks is safer than Procise once again. Yep. I really The Rawls thing really does throw a wrench in it because I know they like the guy, cool. and Procise has one game. Yep. And we, we've seen Starks play for Green Bay, and he's the only running back there. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, it, it's, it's just, pretty safe. Exactly. Another, let's finish off, just go through some running backs. Not necessarily in order now of, you know, who to get here, but finish all the running backs. Deion Lewis is still, he's coming back, he's practicing. He wasn't active this week, but probably active next week. I'm not necessarily expecting a lot, but it's another, it's an, just throw him on your bench and see what happens. We don't really know. Yeah, And LeGarrette Blunt can get injured. Yep. And if that happens, all hell will break loose in that backfield, and Deion Lewis will be... The you know the first guy to get cracks at as yep. long as he's healthy. Another guy, obviously, we talked about him a few times. Thomas Rawls, especially if you own CJ Procise right now, or if you own Kristen Michael, you need to have Thomas Rawls because yep. it's you don't know what we're going to get out of him, but he could be the starting running back. We it, it's very possible he could be the you know at least the first and second down guy. I mean, I think he, I, I kind of see it working yeah. out that way personally. Another running back we've talked about him in the past before, um, Kenneth Dixon. Again, putting him on there just because Terrence West is just still not doing doing much. He had 21 carries, yeah, but only got 60 yards out of it. Yep. And Dixon is getting more work every week. It's another one of those like rookie running back that just starts getting more and more work every time. The only trouble with yeah, and you're you're hoping for lightning in a bottle because you're getting near the end of the season, so yep. these things have to happen now. And that's why I'm kind of I'm not that hot on Dixon, yep. but you know they they could. Give him 10 carries and he could go off, and then all of a sudden he's the lead back. Yep. You don't know. Well, another player, um, he actually still he plays the Monday night game, so we don't know what he's going to do yet, but Paul Perkins. He's another guy that's down there on the list. He's just seeing it's a precise and Dixon, those kind of guys, those rookie running backs yeah. this time of year, they're starting to come up. We'll wait and see. You know what he does. Yeah, what man. he does tonight, but and, and that's another backfield that has been struggling. Rashad Jennings and I mean, really, the offense is so up and down that it's very difficult to tell, and I have a hard time trusting those kind of offenses, especially 
if you are, you know, if you're planning for the playoffs at this point, um, which in, probably in a week or two people will really know if they've, you know, if they're going to make yep. the playoffs or not. Those are the types of players I really like to stay away from, if at all possible. Yep. Hey, but if you need to throw him on your bench, if you don't play him necessarily, but we'll just watch. Yeah. Who knows what he'll do tonight? We'll see what he does yeah. you know, against the Bengals. If he goes off, they give him all the work, and he has a huge game, he jumps right up there with Rob Kelly and yep. James Starks and Procise. And we'll talk about some of the receivers we have on the list. One of them is just dropped below 50% for the <laughs> first time. There's actually two of them that just dropped below 50% that have been you know, highly owned all year. But first one that actually looked good this week, Devontae Parker. Five catches for 103 yards. He always has had the talent, and it just hasn't been happening. Who knows? This could just be one game where he does this. He had an eight for 106 earlier in the year. He's one. Of, I wouldn't mind throwing him on the end of my bench right now if you have some spots, especially if you're past bye weeks. You don't need to worry about that kind of stuff. If you don't need a backup quarterback, get rid of him. If you don't need a backup tight end, get rid of him. Those kind of things. Throw a player like Barker on the you know, the end of your bench. The second-year receiver, who has pretty deep – I mean, he has good matchups coming up. Um, San Francisco is a good matchup in two weeks. Just – yeah, and he has a lot of talent. And you see this a lot too. I, I I personally like to, especially in the draft, but target second year wide receivers. Um, I mean, obviously a lot of receivers have been breaking out in first year, but um, especially these big guys with the measurables, the height and the yep. speed. Um, it takes them a little bit to catch on, and Dolphins aren't really playing for much right now. So you know, Tannehill hasn't been that great. So if they see this guy emerging, I, I, I think they're going to try to get him the ball more. Like we said, it's one game. You don't know. But um, he is a really interesting athlete. So yeah. I, he's kind of a um, kind of a wish and pray type Another player. guy who just dropped below the 50% mark is Michael Floyd, who has been a huge disappointment. Yeah, that's interesting, though, because he just went off for he had, 100 yards. Uh, pretty much the same stat line as Parker. He had mm-hmm. five for 101. I mean, he's had... You know, he's been a disappointment this year. He's had two games where he had zero. Or one, he was injured. But another one, he had zero. But he has still been at least, he's getting 6.1, 6.8, 6.5, 9.6, 8.2, 6.5, 10.1. So while that's not great, and that's, there's, that's, no. that he's been, compared to what he was expected to do, that's terrible. But that if you're having him in your lineup, you're usually not getting a zero. You're getting something that yeah. you, is worthwhile. And he does have he had three touchdowns this year that really saved his weeks. But if this hundred yard, especially, I would hoping it's going to be a wake up call because, um, you know, them touting JJ. Hey, JJ Johnson did nothing. Yeah, he did nothing. And John Brown did. John nothing. Brown did nothing. Um, Fitzgerald once again incredibly solid. I believe he went for one hundred hundred thirty three yards. One hundred thirty three yeah. yards. That guy is just consistent as they come. I still like the offense. So whoever finally steps up and takes that number two wide receiver is going to be very worthwhile to have on your yep. team. They're they're going to be able to be played. He just dropped below fifty percent. I, I would definitely pick him up, knowing he we know he has the talent. Yep. We just thought he kind of I don't know I don't know where he's been. I don't I just this is one Maybe. of those guys you know he has the talent. You know he has the opportunity. Yep. I'm just I would pick him up as a, as. You know, as a last ditch effort, especially going into the playoffs. Yeah, because he, he's one of those players that has the talent to be a guy who's going to get a hundred some yards every game. There's not many of those guys out there, so take a chance on him. Yeah. Another guy on our list we've talked about before earlier in the show was Rashard Matthews. Just another. It's not a guy you might not want to play yet, but those touchdowns keep happening. Yeah. So 
touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. If you if you're still stuck in bye weeks, you need a guy to fill in for a week. There's you know worse options than Richard Matthews. Yeah. And you, I would you can play him the same weeks you play Mariota pretty much yep. when he has as when his good matchups run out. Matthews production will probably go down yep. as well. Well, another guy I've talked about almost every week. I keep bringing him up more and more. Is Tyreek Hill. This week, ten catches for 89 yards. His workload just keeps getting more and more and more every week. And there's something they clearly like this guy. So that's another just an ad to throw on your bench, see what he does. I mean, now he's had double digit games. Three of his last four games have been double digits. And is he's getting more catches. He's getting just overall <laughs> more and more work every week. So just kind of keep an eye on him. He's, he's still only 9.9% owned, but he's clearly getting more and more work every week. Then a couple tight ends I have on the list here to round out the show. One we talked about again earlier, Ladarius Green. I I think he's going to see more work this week and going forward. He looks like he's finally healthy. They I mean they signed him in the offseason to be their guy. He's clearly better than Jesse James. Yeah, I mean they <laughs> they gave him a good good contract. Yep, and they want him to get some more work, and I think he's going to keep doing that. And one other guy here I want to talk about if you need a tight end for the week, Cameron Brait. He has now had touchdowns in his last three games, and he had seven for 84 and a touchdown this week. He keeps getting touchdowns, and that's, you know, Vincent Jackson's not there anymore. There really isn't a great second option behind Mike Evans. So if He's you need kind a, of emerging. another tight end option for the week, throw in Cameron Brake. Yeah. You gotta love when you see a tight end get seven catches for <laughs> eighty yards. I mean, yep. and it's, that's it's, saying something. They're obviously, you know, Winston likes him. Yeah, and getting, Winston, yeah, Winston doing very, very well. He's turning into more and more of a consistent player. Yep. And when a guy like he catches, he caught all seven of his targets. When you have a player that's going to catch every single one of his targets, yeah. they're going to keep going to him. And that is pretty much the, it for the waiver wire list, which actually is a little better list than we've had in the past weeks, it, I feel it like. Is. I think you got a little clearer picture than you did last week because it was so jumbled. Um, you have a few guys you're going to be taking chances on, like always. Yep. But I think there's a few guys here. Um, you know, we talked about the top three running backs. And then those wide receivers, I, I really like the, you know, the fact that you can get Floyd now. Yep. And, yeah. um, and between Ladarius Green and Bright, those, uh, those tight ends – you know, they're tight end ones on yep. the right day. So, Oh, yeah. Next. The waiver wire can finally <laughs> give you something. Yeah, and if you spend your money this week, if you there's no reason to wait around and see if somebody's going to show up in the next week or two. If you've got to make the playoffs, get one of those guys now. Exactly. Try to get <laughs> three weeks Don't to wait. go. Don't wait. You, where are you sitting, actually? Uh, well, we'll see what happens, you know, in the Monday night game. If that goes well, if that goes my way, I'm still sitting there with a good shot at the playoffs. So and so you're you're battling you're uh, what like a game back though or I'm, tied for the the last playoff spot? Yeah, if I win, if I win this game, I'll be tied for the last playoff spot and have a chance to go to the playoffs to try to defend my championship again. So will you be going after any of these waiver guys? I have to actually well, take a look at your team and see well, what you need. I already own Rob Kelly. I already own James Stark. So I have two of those guys. <laughs> so. That's true. You jumped on those I, early when I, we talked I, about them two weeks ago. I've been on those guys a little before, so I don't. There will be somebody I go after this week. I got a few spots to drop. And what about you? You're really sitting pretty good looking for the playoffs, aren't you? Yeah, I'm. I'm getting ready. <laughs> I won this week already. I don't need Monday night to tell me that. Um, 
Yeah, I, I am sitting pretty, and I kind of started lining my guys up already yeah. for... Maybe um, maybe it's time to get some handcuffs? Yeah, and I will. I'll, I'll be looking at these waiver guys. Um, my running back situation, my, my wide receivers are kind of taken, but um, tight end, I might be looking to up. I have Jimmy Graham that I'm relying on, but um, I w- I've been kind of uh, using Zach Miller as his replacement, and... His, he's been kind of wavering um, with his consistency and his point. So I, I might be looking at a Ladarius Green or someone yeah. like that that can give a lot more upside. Yeah, and this point of year, if you're already heading for the playoffs, anybody like that, try to get your handcuffs for your players. Right, now. If there's a clear handcuff, try to get them. You know, if, So if there's an injury, you still got the starter. Yeah, That's a good time to do that. Absolutely. All right, well, I think that's it for the week Whatever, for week whatever 11 now, yeah. the, the week 10 recap, but week 11 waivers show. We'll be back, you know, in I think two days. We'll have the next episode out. It'll be our rankings edition. Until then, I don't know. You got anything else, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pick up the waivers and pray, guys. <laughs> it's right. time to get in the playoffs.